What's the feeling on the streets of the Hunter? What's getting under your skin or making you hot under the collar? Let's take the temperature of the region. It's the Pub Test with Paul Scott. No, it is not. It's not Thursday. And for those of you who are worried about uh, Mr Paul Scott yesterday, he's alive, he's well and he joins me this morning. Good morning, Paul. I'm so pleased you're okay. Yeah, look, I'm fine, Tracy. I, uh, the truth of the matter is I had a, a morning nap. You had a morning nap at 9.30 in the morning. Well, I did get up early and do some things, including a, including a swim. And I, I'd had a, a, a long night, night before at, um, at Rosina's in uh, Hunter Street. Mm, and uh, maybe just had a little... Well, on two glasses too many, and I was very, very fuzzy. Oh, so you so, needed a nap. That's okay. We were just worried about you, my friend, because you never not answer the telephone. Yeah, no, I, 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 was, I was dead to the world. <laughs> well, I'm pleased to hear that you're okay. You're okay. Yeah. Now, uh, there's been a bit of a craziness uh, over the last uh, couple of weeks around uh, sponsorship and, uh, and sport, and... Uh, Sports people really becoming very, very politically active when it comes to what they wear on their uh, on their jerseys, on their netball uniforms. You know, it goes back to pride. We had that conversation about Manly and the pride jersey. But yesterday, the uh, the Socceroos came out with uh, with a, a three minute video about uh, Qatar. I actually congratulate them on that. What do you think? I think I also think that it's fantastic. I mean, you know, you will immediately have people saying, you know, you should keep politics out of sport. Hello. When when has politics ever been kept out of sport? Mm. Politics is, you know, sport and politics have, you know, been together for forever. There's always some sort of issue uh, around uh, politics and sport. Mm. Even like, you know, the under-sevens of... of you know, there, there can be politics involved there with the mums and dads not liking the coach or, you know, the kid not getting a fair a fair go or, you know, that you have to pay too much for, for registration and why don't we throw out the board of, the, the, of uh, Northern New South Wales football and make everything cheaper. I mean, there's always politics involved. In this case, the Australian team have made a stand, particularly on... Uh, the number of people uh, who worked on uh, the buildings on the sta- on the stadium or the stadia, um, and they said, uh, you know, that how those people were treated was uh, most most um, um, almost a, a kind of a, a modern slavery arrangement, um, and also uh, people same sex couples. I mean, I, I'm going to Qatar, mm. and I've had I've had. Numerous emails, uh, good communication, really, about expectations of behaviour. Mm. Now, one of the things you get, you find out straight away is, you know, don't go thinking you can bring a, a bottle of duty-free uh, whiskey in. You yeah. can't bring any alcohol into Cata, but there will be alcohol, there, there will be uh, beer tents. I mean, there's places and restaurants and that where they have alcohol. But in in it, it's not kind of open slaver like it like it is here mm. um, to to some degree or like some other parts of Southeast Asia you know Vietnam very open with with grog you can go and pick a six pack up at any time of the day or night down the corner store but um, so there's things there about dress as well they prefer men to wear long pants and in fact my my mate 
uh, who, I, who I'm staying with over there gave me that tip. It's wow. very white cotton pants to, mm-hmm. to wear. It's it's much preferred because the Aussies, some Aussies sort of uh, are going to wear tobes, which are the kind of the traditional dress of uh, in Canada. And uh, they've got Australia, you know, Australia on them and that. And I said to them, like, well, what, what do you think about that? He said, nah, no, 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 no. Mm. He says, it's not, it's not regarded as very cool to be to be doing that. You know, people could actually take a bit of offence. That you, that, you yeah, know, I agree. Yeah, you're making but, a mockery of it. Yeah, don't don't do that. But you know, if you want to wear an Australian Australian uh, jersey or something. Uh, but uh, and uh, of course, involved with football and involved with the football, the cup will be Craig Foster. And then Craig Foster is a very outspoken mm. uh, person when it comes to humanitarian issues. He has been for for a long time, and he's really, you know, been very involved with uh, football Australia and and some of the policies that have been developed around, uh, you know, humanitarian matters. I, I, look, I don't have a problem with it, but I do know that there's tons of people saying keep politics out, out of sport. Mm. And it goes back to the and the netball decision. Boy, that's had a lot of coverage. Oh man, hasn't uh, it? Yeah. What did you think of that? Oh look, I, I've got uh, two ways of thinking of it. Um, one side of me says you can't <laughs> you can't snub your nose at any sponsorship at the moment because uh, it is just so tough you know and netball netball australia are in some serious financial trouble and a 15 million dollar sponsorship would have made a huge difference you know none of the netballers are going to take pay cuts you know none of that is on offer we've still got to find a way to fund netball and to uh, to thumb your nose at, at that kind of sponsorship really is concerning you know the same with uh, pat cummins saying that you know he won't wear any Alinta gear because he disagrees with that. Yet he drives a, a Range Rover, which is you know one of one of the most uh, juice guzzling vehicles on the market. You know it. it I just I find it um, hypocritical from some of them. You know the fact that they want to have these uh, these big says about what they will and won't wear on their uh, on the front of their jerseys, but then you know there's no pay cuts coming. There's no change to their lifestyles. I don't know. I I just worry about where where this all ends up for sport. I noticed what you know. Cricketers are taking it to the next level in in one in one way, where they're saying we want to be involved mm. with the negotiations with uh, with Cricket Australia management of, about who our sponsors actually are. But certainly, with things like cricket, I mean, you know, they take so much of the media space. Cricket doesn't it? Oh. It really gets a lot of mm. a lot of media and. Malcolm Knox wrote a terrific thing in the Sydney Morning Herald last week where he talked about, you know, how do we get Australians to love and care about cricket again? And he was arguing that, you know, the argument is is that, you know, back in the 90s, you could, there's so many people could name the Australian cricket team. They could tell you the batting order of the team Mm. because, you know, the the 20 over game wasn't around and most of the people who played in the test games played in the 50 over games as well. And the name recognition was an important part of that. I think there's some challenges there. And sure, you, you know, it, it, I, th- I think that I think it's a really hard one to sit on the fence on this one. I don't think you can. I think you've got to say, well, you know, either they, they take the, the money from the, the sponsors that are on offer um, or, you know, should players be involved? Shouldn't they be involved with playing or should they use their platform for political issues like 
social media's got a lot to do with that as well. Now, mm. you know, people talk about using their platforms for 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 betterment, but you do find, as you pointed out, you've got to be careful because you know people will point out hypocritical actions very very mm. quickly. You know, if they were, I I don't like that, but uh, but I do do this. Mm. You know, you can't you can't have an each way bet, can you? No, and who's got the right to draw the line on those mm. yeah. on those things? You know, but you know, good it's on the good one. on you. I've got no problem with the Australian the Socceroos doing that. It'll be interesting to see. It's actually Indigenous Football Week in Australia. It is, and, and you you know what? That has been it has really really gone under the radar. Yes, it has. It, 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 it's a pity that it has gone under the radar because of you know well there's controversy in a lot of codes. Codes at the moment, isn't there? The only one that doesn't seem to have controversy at the moment, well, you know, uh, there's, there's no international AFL going on, but Australia's <laughs> doing well in the in the Rugby League World Cup. And, yeah. I mean, I, I know there's other people who think, well, the Rugby League Cup, World Cup, you know, it's really a joke, isn't it? It's really New Zealand, um, England and uh, Australia. You know, that's, that's the World Cup. You got uh, 97,000 people at the MCG the other mm. night watching Pakistan and India. I know. And 1.3 billion watching it on television. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's just nuts. The, Yeah, it is crazy, you isn't know, it? It is. That's, that's, that's the big end of town. It yeah. is. Now, uh, what did you think about the uh, the budget? Obviously, was handed down on Tuesday night by our treasurer. We did okay here in Newcastle and the Hunter. And, uh, you know, we are just so used to, to getting hit across the head that I think we didn't know what to do when uh, so many things were actually confirmed in that budget. What do you think about it? And, and, and can you explain to me again, what is a well-being budget? I still don't understand that. A well-being budget? Mm. Apparently it was the well-being budget. I've, there's nothing in the well-being for me. You reckon like, work like, again? <laughs> I thought we did do. Um, we we got some good things. Like when you look at the like the like the what what did the community get kind of thing? There's quite a, there's quite some good things in there. I noticed that the Lantern Eagles have, who've been uh, whose fields have been uh, attacked by vandals on numerous occasions. Have, you know, we're given some money in that budget for um, for offence. Mm. Uh, you know, which might slow down. I don't know if you've driven around Newcastle lately, but the state of the field, I mean, oh. I, it's, it's not having a go at the council. I mean, it's not. But, geez, I'll tell you what, uh, the kids missed out on so much sport, you know, because of the, the weather over the winter. And, you know, it, it was just too wet to get mowers mm. in there. They're just, you know, just mud baths and sink. I mean, you know, hopefully they're, they're drying out now. But uh, also we've got the, the airport's going to get done. I'll tell you what, they've got to sort out the they've got to sort out the parking real quick up at the, the airport. It's you know, you know most of the people I think in McDonalds up up there, uh, up around Williamtown are actually waiting to go and pick someone up at the at the airport. You know, this is massive massive group of people waiting in the Macca's car park and waiting uh, in Mac in going into Macca's and then there's just a conga line with you know, yeah, okay. A flight's coming in. You see all these cars driving slowly down through the. <laughs> they jump on you very quickly out there if you if, oh, you, yeah. uh, if you're picking up someone and you're not there on time. But it's, it'll be great to see the airport. I know. I know. So the Gold Coast is about to 
like we were on tour there doing flights to Bali. Awesome. Yeah, I think, you know, everyone was talking about, oh, it'd be great, we'll be able to do business, get flights direct to Singapore. I'm thinking to myself, I think if you ask them, well, no, the cash is where they want to go. Hey, can we have a direct flight to Bali, <laughs> But Singapore's a big hub. Once you're in Singapore... Yeah. You can go anywhere uh, in the world. Yeah, and, you know, anything that stops us having to go down to, to Sydney and go through the the airport down, down there... Um, well, I think that'll that'll be a ter- terrific uh, a terrific thing. Now, how long until you do head to uh, to Qatar? Are you going a little bit early, or are you going mid November? No, I'm I'm out of here. I'm out of here next week. Oh, so well, is this our last week, time no. to talk? It is. It is for a while. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's the last time for it's the last time for a while. What will I do I'm without you? Well. <laughs> <laughs> There's other ranting rat bags in the city besides me. <laughs> okay, I'll find, I'll find them. I'll... I think, you know, there is the, the great possibility, and I think that um, sport can... Okay, we've talked about how sport can divide people this morning. There's also the great possibility where sport can unite people mm. and attitudes uh, that have been long, long held uh, can, can be adjusted and can change. And sport, sport does have that, that power. We've seen it with so, the Olympics and, and uh, you know, we've seen it on several times with several boycotts of the Olympics. We saw it in South Africa when, uh, when South Africa apartheid was happening. Sport can do some great things. It can and can. And, you know, let's, let's be open-minded and hope mm. that does happen. And I, I think, you know, once the first ball is kicked, I think the concentration will, you know, largely be on the field. I mean, World Cups, in football are fantastic because they're genuine World Cup. Mm. And there was like being one of the 32 teams to get the nod there. That, that, that's fantastic. And, you know, you'll see players from some of the, you know, from countries that are, you know, are, are very poor, mm. but they can beat some of the richest countries in the world, you know, and it's just... Yeah, I just—I've always been a big fan of the World Cup. I just, I just think there's something about that when all these teams from all over the world who might have all kind of disagreements off the field, they come together and they play football, and you know, um, that can—that can be a good thing. You almost make me want to cry. That is beautiful. Well, I, I think it's—you know—I I don't think it's all bad. You know, mm. it's—you it's, it's, know—there's things that, yeah. Anyway. Enough well done. Well done. I'm very proud of you, Mr. Scott. I would uh, love to catch up with you while you're over there. You stay very, very safe. Have a uh, have a lovely time. Please don't be too grumpy over there because they'll throw you in jail for that. No, <laughs> no, I won't be too. I won't be too grumpy over there. You know, I think if, I think there might be about day three of uh, without a beer. I might I might be a little bit tough. Yeah. Okay. But uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see how I go. Be good for the waistline. Yeah, definitely. You stay safe, my friend, and we'll uh, we'll catch up with you whilst you're there. Cheers. Thank Bye, you. Trace. Bye. From what's on to what matters, it's Tracy Mack on Newcastle in the morning, only on Newcastle Live. Newcastle in the morning takes you through the big events and the most talked about stories of the day that matter to you and your life. From what's on to what matters, Tracy Mack takes you beyond the headlines. What it is, why it matters, and how it impacts your daily life. Tracy Mack brings you Newcastle in the morning, weekdays from 9 on Newcastle Live.